Lord help me. It's a help. So it's a rough morning. Increase your capacity, right? In order to increase, we must decrease. John the Baptist said this to his disciples. They were asking a bunch of dumb questions like that people do when they get nervous. He asked, they said to his disciples and some of his Jews because they began to question. He uses the analogy about being a friend of a groom of a wedding. When he hears the one to be wed speaking, he is overjoyed because the one who is it all about is here. And John 3.30 says he must increase and I must decrease. When you go to a wedding, number one, this, the Bible trying to be funny. It is not about the man. We know that already. But in this case, when you go to a wedding, it's about the woman. It's that gown. She looking fly. She got a thing going on. She is the center of all the things. But in God's eyes, it is two people becoming one. And that's what John was trying to present to them. He was telling them, look, I came before him just to pave the way. I told you to repent because the one who can, give, who can forgive sins is coming. You need to forgive now. You need to repent. You need to turn around for what you was just doing so that you don't feel his wrath. And right now you just feel his love because there is a difference. But they were, you know, people, you know, you get to talking to other people, you get messed up and you get sidetracked and off where you're supposed to be at. He said he must increase and I must decrease. John heard from God that it was not about him, but about the one who was coming. Our capacity to understand God's ways depends on how much we can take in from him. Albert Einstein said that doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the same result is insanity. You want to get better at football, but you don't work out. You tripping. You have to lift and you need to lift heavy. You want to be the best sharpshooter out there? You need to shoot at the range. You want to be the next Kobe, the next Mike? You need to be at the gym sprinting. You have to increase your ability to do that on your human side. That's what God is asking you to do. You have to do what you can do, and he will do what he can do. All Christians have to do is read their Bible, for the most part, and they'll be straight. Believe and read. If you believe and you read, 95% of your problems will go away. The other 5% is just you lusting after what you want that God said you can't have. It's really that simple. The problem is we don't like that. Uh, to get what you've never had before, you have to do what you've never done before. I'm starting to work out now. I ain't worked out mm, mm, some years, okay? Uh, <laughs> some years. But I'm starting to work out because I have back injuries. Anybody have a back injury? It sucks. Ain't no other way to explain it. You, you, you think about everything that you're doing. If you bend down too fast, you might strain your back. If you move to the left real fast, you might strain your back. I got a family to protect. I got a family to take care of. So obviously, I got to do something different. That I want to get some get some different results. So I started working out. I'm sore, but I feel better. I'm sore, but I feel getting stronger. But see, I'm trying to get somewhere, so I got to do something different. If you want a million dollar bank account, guess what you got to have? A million dollar bank account. You can't have no thousand dollar bank account. You ain't got enough. Big. You ain't got your capacity. Ain't big enough. If you want a gallon of water a day body, you can't be drinking out your baby sippy cup. Get a gallon. You have to increase your capacity to gain access to more, and you have to be ready to receive more as well. It's the same with God. You want more of him, read more about him, pray more to him, sacrifice the art of praise to him, and he will increase your capacity to handle what he is trying to give you. Man. We all want more, but don't want the stretching, the manipulation of the clay from the potter to be increased. You have to buy in first before the work can be done. Believe first, and then he can move. See, people can't get past the first part. 
oh, I want, I want the money, I want the house, I want the car, I want the husband, I want the wife, I want the children. Yeah, he said, but you don't even believe me, though. You are wasting your time. That's why I, I, there's no need for me to come and lay hands on you and have you convulsing and speaking a different language and you ain't even believing God yet. You are wasting my time. You have. And you have spit on my carpet. You have really upset me. Don't do that. There's no reason for that. I will much rather that you get it here and here so that you write with God first. The rest of that stuff will come. And then sometimes that stuff you realize is just dumb. You don't need to do it anyway. It's just for show. I had an illustration, but we ran out of time. I was going to get a cup of water, or a glass of water in the jug, and I was going to pour it until it overflowed. That's us. That's what God wants to do with us. He wants to keep pouring his blessings onto you until you overflow. You overflow to the point where you start giving it to other people because you can't handle it. It's too much for you, so you're sharing it. That's how the gospel gets spread. One God pours into one man. He poured into Jesus. Jesus poured into the disciples. The disciples poured into their disciples. Those disciples poured into their children, their families. Those families turned into their cousins and their second and third generation and so on and so on. It's the same thing with us. God is trying to pour out into us, but if you close, get the cap on, how are you going to receive it? How are you going to receive anything from him if you already shut down? If, you've already, if you're full of lust, I want the Lamborghini Gallardo. You want a Rolls Royce hand-built from the ground. You want the Forgiato rims, but you got Honda money. <laughs> but you're not going to be able to do it. You have to increase your capacity. Capacity is the maximum amount we can contain. Nothing can contain God. Nothing. There is no house or church building big enough to, to, for us to, for him to dwell in, and yet he fills us with this spirit. That's how precious we are to him. He had a house built. King Solomon built it. Built it. Big, made of gold. Pure gold. Solomon was the richest man that ever lived, and yes, he was black. Richest man that ever lived. And the house that he built, God couldn't, it couldn't contain him. But he did it anyway. And he came, and he dwelt there. And he blessed all his people. See, God has made a way for, he said, I can come live in the house all day long, but the problem is, I need to live in them so they can know when they really do something wrong, I can talk to them directly. It's direct me. See, he cut out the middleman. That's why Jesus came. You need me now. You don't need to hear me from the priest, the, the preacher, the pastor, the evangelist, the minister. I need, to, need a direct connection. Like I was telling my wife yesterday, a young lady ran to commit suicide, and she's getting ready. She's laying down about to take her depression pills, and she's about to end it because she's overweight. She's unhappy with herself. And out of the blue, friend just texted her. I don't know what's going on, but don't kill yourself tonight. She didn't, she didn't tell nobody. Look, suicide folks don't tell. She went and made her goodbyes and everything. She, she did all of that. But she said, God, if you're real, prove yourself to me. She took the lid off. And he poured into her. And he sent somebody to help her. You have to give God. See, this is what people don't understand. God does not violate your right to make your own decisions. You have to make them. I don't ever want to take nobody's right away. That's people don't understand. That's slavery. When you can't make a decision for yourself, you a slave. That's not love either. If you don't love me with your own heart, that's not love. That's slave. I don't need, I don't need no slave. I need people that love me for me. Amen. For me. Amen. Right? Same thing Amen. with God. God wants you loving for him. 1 Kings 8 and 27. 
But what God will indeed dwell in the, in the earth, behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee, how much less this house that I have built. A material house can't hold him. But yet he has took the time. And he sent his Holy Spirit to dwell in us. So if, if you believe in God, you have the Holy Spirit. You might not act right all the time, but you have. Amen. That's the part that nobody want to tell you. See, that's the part they try to sell. No, you have it. But you have to let them be activated. How do you activate them? Pray. Fast. Separate yourself from people who are not walking like you so that you can hear from him. I had to turn off music so that I could hear. I love that Christian rap. Boy, they get the bumping. I ain't, I ain't lying. But I couldn't hear it because it sounded too much like the world. You're like, man, you know what? You, you know, you sound, you sound like you're talking straight. But it don't sound like we're talking about the same thing. And then I began to tell him, he said, no, that's entertainment. That's all it is. They're entertainers. They talk about me, but they don't live for me. Psalm 8, 4 through 9. What is a man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep. And oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passes through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our God, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. That's how precious God we are to God. This is the angel. They're like, man, who, who is man? He made a dirt, and you have given him the whole earth. That's how I tell you, this is my father made this world. This is mine. He gave it to me. Amen. He gave it to me. Amen. I understand the coronavirus is walking is out here. Okay, I'm here too. Amen. The Holy Spirit is living in me. He gave that's my capacity. This is my capacity. This is what He has given me. Amen. If God tell me I can have a building across the street, then guess what? It's mine. Because He's given me the capacity to be able to obtain it, to to be able to take care of it, to uh, regulate it, to use it for His good, His use, His use, so that I'm glorifying Him. But my mindset has to be on the same page with that. Now, I, I did steal this from somebody's book, but I like Precious in the Society. <laughs> they don't know. I ain't publishing this like that. I ain't gonna, don't, don't tell nobody. All right. He gave man rulership over everything he made. He gave us the capacity to be able to handle the earth, and we walk around with the weight of the earth on our shoulders when it is supposed to be under our feet. That's depression and anxiety. You have, too, you have stuff on your shoulder that's supposed to be under your feet. You're depressed. Bills. Okay, we all got bills. But it shouldn't be on your shoulders, under your feet. When we, go outside of what get, what, when we go outside of what we can handle, we put unnecessary stress and anxiety on our plate and wonder where God is in the midst of all our problems. First and foremost, ownership. You made the problem, own the problem. If it happens on your watch, it's your fault, bro. And people don't like to hear that. No, 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 it's your fault. It's your fault. You signed that credit card slip. Don't get mad at nobody else. Now, you can still take it to God. and He'll take care of it because you're his child. He'll show you how to get out of it. But that's your fault. Don't do that. I like Maya answers what she said right here. Stand, stand up straight and realize who you are, that you tower over your circumstances. You are a child of God. Stand up straight. You ever see somebody all bent over? With the Eeyore attitude, nobody likes you. No, bro, stand up. Pick your head up. Don't, don't, don't do that to yourself. 
Do you know? Who you, first off, do you know who you identify as? Are you a child of God, or are you just somebody else's son? You somebody else's somebody else's maybe. Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. No, no, know who you are. When you know who your identity is, it don't matter what nobody else tell you. I say, no, nah, bro, I'm a child of Cain. What's that song? I can't even think of. We are going. I'm going to see the king. Something like that. King of glory. Wrong way. Parents put rules in place for their children to protect them from harm. Amen. So they may put up a fence. The child can go anywhere inside the fence, but they may not be able to go outside the fence because it goes outside their capacity to contain what all is outside the fence. And all children at some point, and I mean all children, at some point will be tempted to go further than they are supposed to without supervision. I raise my hand because I know I did. This should sound familiar because Adam and Eve did this very thing. They talked about the one thing God told them they couldn't have. They never talked about the billion other trees that they did have. It was more than one fruit tree in the garden. He said it was. He said you can only have one. You can't have one tree. That's it. And that's the only thing the devil focused on. Did God really say that you would die? You would really die if you had that tree? Bruh, you got 10 of them over there. Pick one. Why do you have to focus on the one that you can't have? See, that's the, that's, that's the same mentality that we all have. Why can't I do it? Well, first off, I didn't make it for you. Two, go do what I just told you to do. You got 10 others. You don't need this one. But because the one thing we can't have is the one thing that we chase after. They never looked at what all they could do. They only looked at what they could do because some outside sources tempted them. That's why I don't like folks who come on the outside trying to tell me about me. You don't even know me. You ain't ate dinner with me. You ain't washed my clothes. You, you ain't you don't work with me. How do you know anything? You know what you you know what I show you. And be thankful I let you see that little bit. That don't give you no 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 no, no opportunities to run your mouth about what I can do and what I can't do. You don't know, but God knows. Or rather, my parents know. No, nah, son, he ain't a good influence. Man, my dad used to hit me with that all the time. He said, no, nah, son, you, you hit the point now where you got to make a choice. You either lead or you will follow. I said, what that mean? You heard what I said. And you know, they don't repeat themselves twice. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you have to make a choice. You going to focus on what you can do or you going to focus about the one thing that you can't do? I, obviously, I made the choice I made was to focus on the one thing I could. Because I no longer friends with them people. And when I see them, it's just a head nod. And they struggling. They still at their mama's house. No pun intended, but, you know, I got kids now. They never looked at what they could do. They only looked at what they couldn't do because some outside sources tempted them. Folks might not like it, but I believe all we all have limits. Some of us will never see a million dollars. Why? Because it would draw us away from God and it would be more than what we could handle. Everybody can't handle that type of money. I think LeBron just made a he became a billionaire a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago. Okay, maybe his capacity to handle it is better than mine. But I don't want billionaire problems. They billionaire problems are expensive. You know how much they pay in taxes? I'm crying about the little $733 the IRS trying to get from me. I can only imagine what he got to pay <laughs> off that billion he just made. It's only so much you can. Everybody ain't Jeff Bezos. You ain't got no island to write that off of. Bro. I don't, don't want to hear that. So, but man, 
we, we all have different capacities in our mind. It depends on what God is taking us to. If you're a mechanic, you know, your capacity is not going to be what an accountant is. It's not. You might both have families, but you might not be able to take as much as you can. But those numbers making my eyes twitch. I can't do that. I deal with nuts and bolts. I don't mess with that's just That's outside of what I can do. Everybody wants to speak in tongues to show they saved, but nobody wants to forgive their neighbors, and that puts you outside your capacity. You need to know how much you can handle. That's why we don't preach gifts here. I mean, we got them, but, you know, you, I don't care. You don't preach your mama right. You trash, bro. <laughs> I, I, ain't, I said, you don't, love, you don't forgive your brother. Something wrong with you. You can't even pray. You know, you can't pray before God if you don't forgive your own brother. How you gonna look at him day and night talking about I can't stand you? Then go, Lord, can I have a new car? You can't have nothing. <laughs> you forgive him. Why are you so upset? Don't let people make you so upset. It's your you, you don't have to get upset. Brother, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I'm not going there with you. I ain't got nothing but love for you. I, I know you're going through a season right now, but you're not gonna drag me down with you. If you want to increase, you must decrease. Don't make sense, do it. Of course not. The spiritual and the flesh don't make sense at all. They clash with one another. Matthew 16, 24 through 27. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Jesus. For whomsoever will save his life shall lose it, and whomsoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul for the son of man shall come in the glory of his father with his angels and then he shall reward every man according to his works stuff don't matter people matter that's that's the bottom line it's not up here but the rich young ruler came to jesus and he said he said i could have kept all the commandments since the day of my youth what must i do to be have eternal salvation Jesus looked at him and was like, have uh, you given to the poor? Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, okay, we'll go sell all your stuff and then come back. And he walked away with his head down. Why? You know why he walked down with his head down? Because he got his stuff illegally. And he didn't want to have to start over. But what people don't understand is, is when you give up your life for God, God gives you everything in your lifetime a hundredfold. So whatever you thought you gave up, he might have gave me, you might have to give it up for 10 years. But on that back end of your life, when you're still strong enough to, to accept and receive it, you'll get more than what you've ever had. But that's the part that people don't understand. They don't want to wait for that because nobody wants to wait. I have a retirement right now. I still got 25 years and some change to before I can, I can obtain it. I'm taking that 500000 with me, and I'm going to be strong enough to enjoy it. And I'm going to spoil my grandkids rotten and buy stuff I probably shouldn't have and then sell it. But I'm going to wait for it. I'm going to wait for it. I don't want to work the next 30 years. I don't. I'd much rather quit right now and just live on the sun. But my capacity to take care of my children, that, that's, that's what I would. Man, that's, that's it. I'm good with that. Anybody come try to come try to come after that, boy, we got problems. You bet not come for the one I'm, I'm laying next to every day. Oh, boy, we got problems. That's mine. That's, what, that's where I am. That's where I'm safe at. That's home. That's what God has given me to handle. That's what I can't handle. No, I can't do nothing outside. No, no. I, I don't understand the baby mama day, baby day. I can't do it. Bro, I, I, I ain't got no hair now. I wouldn't have no hair for real. 
But this is my capacity to handle that. That's why you don't put extra stress on your body. Because that's how autoimmune diseases come. You can't have, you, your body don't know what to do with it. So it begins to freak out. What do I do? What, what do I do? You don't want that. And Jesus is offering something so, something so much pure. Something like, man, just stay. If you just work within what I have for you, you'll be good. I'm going I'm to I'm put some money in there. I'm going to put a house in there. Put some cars in there. Yeah, you know, just take your time. Take your time, young man. Old heads tell me all the time, young blood, get that money while you can. I will in due time. I'm not rushing to do it. I'm not going to do what you just did. You worked 34, 34, five years, and you divorced three times, and your kids is all over the place, and your woman can't stand you. No. For money? No. Amen. I work my 40 and I go home. Amen. So that my kids don't hate me. Ten years from now, when they become, when they realize they have deficits. That's why we don't do stuff like that. We have to work in places God has placed us. Discontentment will kill any progress you make. If all God gives you is a $30,000 salary, apartment, family, usher board, and debt-free life, will you be content with what, you, what he gave you, or will you get out there and make it happen? Get on the grind about things you don't need to please people you don't like and don't like you anyway, and crush any hope of a field capacity life because you want more without being able to handle more. That's the problem right there. Can you handle more? How much can you handle? How much God can you handle? How, where is your faith at? Faith comes by reading, reading the word of God. If you don't read the word of God, you really don't have that much faith. And you only need the faith of a mustard seed. A mustard seed is this big. That's all he says you have to move mountains. And mountains represent obstacles and circumstances and situations in your life that won't overtake you. But if you do not believe, you won't be able to handle what he has for you. You definitely will be able to handle what you put on yourself. Got to increase your capacity. We have to accept what God has for us and let him tell us when we can handle more. That's why we messed up. We professed him as our God, our leader, our savior, until he tells us that's enough, you've reached your limit. That's being out of his will and a direct disobedience. Because if you know better, you've done, you've done it a long time ago, but we don't know better. Preachers can't make you pre read, pray, and fast. All we can do is preach, love you, and pray for you. And hope to God he keeps you. But if you want more of God, you're going to have to go after him on your own. If preaching could make people content, there wouldn't be rich people. Any, every, everybody would be well taken care of. I'll make sure. We all be making about 75 G's. Ain't going to be no you making. No, nah, bro. Run that. <laughs> Run that. Why, why he hungry and you, you got so much more? That makes no sense. But we can't do that. That's where free will comes in. You have to make the choice for yourself. I don't ever want to be in a, That's why I don't understand the Catholics. They put the crack in your mouth and tell you whether or not. Bro, you crazy. I don't want to be responsible for that. I already got responsible for them folks, for them three. Not including the dog at the crib. You so, another human? No, 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 no. I, don't, I can't do it. I can't be responsible for y'all either. That's why I just give it to you and you take it from there. I tell you, it's up to you to believe. And it's always, it should be that way. That's why I, 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 that's why I was turned off about Christianity when I first came into it because I couldn't understand. Like, brother, why you want me to holler? I don't even know what I'm hollering about. Could you explain it to me? No. Nope. Could you leave me alone then? No. Nope. Oh, yeah. I think he came after me when, at a young age, and I was able to, you know, be, I be, I'm a big reader myself, and I began to understand, and I began to really get a clear, con clear concept of what it was he was asking of me. 
it's hard to come to come to come to grips when you realize you are, you are, you are low down you are low down dirty center. But you amongst the people who are low down dirty centers. So you're not by yourself. You just have to admit it. Proverbs three and five. This is somebody's favorite scripture. <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance, your money, and with the first fruits of all thine increase, your overtime. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, your homes, and thy precious shall burst out with new wine. That's whatever you want it to be. Whatever your side hustles is, you give to God first, God gonna give right back to you. You you can do more with the ninety than He'll do with within the hundred any day of the week. He says, "Why He said, give me ten, and I'll give you the ninety. and that's just the start. This is the start. But you got to trust Him first. That's why the first part is trust in the Lord. Trust me. That's why you don't you don't try Jesus. You trust Jesus. Amen. That's the difference. So many churches are trying Jesus. They sprinkle a little Jesus on. They say a little grace. But you don't even believe in him. And then he even told the, the, the people of his day. He said, if you don't even believe in me, believe the works that I'm doing that my father has sent me to do. Believe that. And if you, at least if you believe that, you'll come around. They wouldn't even do that. Refuse. Just refuse to believe. No matter what the evidence showed. Nah, I'm good. I don't want to be a part of that. Why? Because they rather have their own stuff. And they think they know better. And they think they're... The most important thing that's floating on two legs. And we're not. When your life becomes more about others than yourself, you got it. You got it. I trust God. I tell this story all the time. I was right. I started out when she, I got saved when she was eight. How much time do you got? We got time. Started out when she was eight. No, when she was um, not even a year old. Working office depot, care of strain. I was living in the hillside and I was riding a Huffy. No pegs, mind you. It's just a regular Huffy. <laughs> I'm riding this Huffy 17 miles one way in the rain, the sleet, the snow, and the sun. I was doggone embarrassed to show that bike to anybody. I used to hide it in the back so what nobody said. But at the same time, I said, I got a fever because living with somebody and it's rough and Despite how I feel, I promised that I would take care of them. And I'm doing that. And one of my supervisors called me one day. He said, man, you, you, you riding a bike? Yeah, I'm riding a bike. <laughs> I'm riding a bike. He said, why are you coming, man? I said, 17 miles. Riding 17 miles for work? There and back? He said, yeah, I'm riding 17 miles back. I said, my car broke down. I can't afford to fix it. can't afford to pay the rent. I got to feed my wife and kids. I got a place to stay, so I got to do what I got to do. He said, I'll make sure you get a job. I got hired on full time. I worked there. I went from there. And then God just, so on and so on. I had already got saved by then. God just taking me through the rain, taking me through the rain, showing me some stuff. I'm riding through, I'm riding through sleet, snow, on a bike. This time I, now I had upgraded to a mountain bike. I guess that was like luxury then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all this. I then, then I started cleaning stuff. 
doing that. Man, I was balling. I was making six, seven thousand a year. Woo, woo. Doing it. But I wasn't at home. Wife said, you know, I ain't going to be no single parent. Damn. And I go before God. I said, God, I need you to help me, man. I need to be able to be at home with them and take care of them. I need to be able to make, I need to take care of them financially. So I need to make what I'm making now somewhere else where I get vacations and stuff. I got the post office. See, I didn't lose nothing. Every, it's, man, every time he just, he, he, up, he upgraded me, upgraded me. If I just trusted him. I didn't go to my wife. I said, no, I can't do it. I just said, oh, okay. I'll go get before God. He be in them. Show me how to do it. Do this, do that, do that. I just figured the IRS thing out, Jack. That's why we was talking about praise. I, I, I stood straight up. She was on the phone. I said, I got to praise the Lord, girl. You don't understand what just didn't happen. I ain't want them to take that money out of my check. I want to be able to dish it out. Well, $700, whatever it was. You got to praise. You got to trust in God. And went from cleaning service to the post. I still got the cleaning service. Cleaning service, post office. Now I'm here. I did not see this coming. It'll be a year. September 6th we started. Man, time went by fast. I But I guess we'd be having fun. It don't even matter, right? Had our first picnic. See, you, and I, I, I use me as an example because most, preachers, most people don't want to tell you where they come from. I hate that. Can't stand that. Oh, you'll learn it. No, bro, tell me detail. Give me a play by play. I need to know. What am I getting myself into? Amen. I need to know. Oh, here's on one tell you. Oh, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Man, stop telling me that. Give me some detail. <laughs> what's happening? What's going on? What am, I, what am I about to walk into? They don't want to tell you, but I tell you. It's, I'm, it's not, I'm not going to sit there and tell you it's not hard. That's a, that's a bold faced lie. It's hard, but it's worth it. God increased my mindset, my mentality, everything. Step by step by step. The more I trust them, the more I have increased. Some stuff I know now to walk away from. No, that's just not for me, bro. I can't do it. You sure? No, I can't. I got, I got to walk away. I can't do it. I got to cut my losses. Because I've grown in him. And I know that that's it. That I only want what he, want, what he wants me to have. If I get, get outside of that, I'm going to get in trouble. And I know because I've been saved and I've done that. And I've had to spend six months paying stuff off that I shouldn't have got. Because I got outside of what he wanted me to be at. And that's all I share with everybody else. Know who you are. Know where your capacity is at. And then know that you need to trust in God. First and foremost. Trust in him first. Lord, what will you have me have? Is it time for me to get a house? Is it time for me to get an apartment? Is it time for me to get that condo? Whatever it is, you need to go before God and you need to figure it out. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father God, thank you for the word. Thank you for the, the mental capacity to increase and to decrease what we do need and what we don't need. Father, you call it a being, a being able to abase and to abound. And Lord God, I thank you that you have given us the ability to understand there's some stuff we don't need. And what we don't need, Father, you replace with what we do need. And you throw in some of the wants. Father, pour out your spirit amongst your people. Father, remember, tell us to remind us to know that it is you who has our better interests at heart. That this is your work. The earth is, your, is yours and the fullness thereof. And everything belongs to you. And if we ask for it, we know we have a Father in heaven that will not deny us. Father, thank you for being a provider, for being a source of all resources. And thank you for the increase. 
Father, bless us as we go. Bless our homes, bless our cars, bless our careers, Father. Touch our lives, Lord. Let the word penetrate and marinate. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. All right. Man, that was long. Shut up. <laughs> Always talking smack. <laughs>